Who's just smacking the koala sound again from a previous episode? <laughs> we found that Melinda can make a really good koala sound. It's a hidden talent. Maybe I was a koala in a previous life. <laughs> Welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Vogie. And I'm your hostess with the mostest. Oh, no, you did. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm Melinda Collins. Stealing my line. I'm stealing. My line that I retired so quickly. I'm a thief. I wanted it for myself, so I made you stop <laughs> saying it. <laughs> so I'm in pain today. Why? Because I got two tattoos removed, or I started the process of getting two tattoos removed two days ago. And let me tell you that that is one of the most painful things I've ever done in my life. Oh, God. I don't know if anyone out there has gotten tattoos removed, but holy shit. So it's worse than getting the actual tattoo. Way fucking worse. I can't even describe what that laser felt like. Hmm. And lucky for me, they're only the outlines of stars. Okay, I had a thing with stars (laughs) in like my early 20s. I mean, I have one on my foot that's still there. I had one on my upper back, like lower neck area. That's covered up now, thank God. And the two remaining stars are like on my groin area. But thank mm. <laughs> Oh, follow the constellation. <laughs> <laughs> but thank God it's just the outline of stars. And they're probably only like an inch big. They're not big, but they're ugly, right? So I want to get them removed and i remember for years wanting to get them filled in and i'm so glad i didn't it would hurt way more right oh way more it was 20 seconds each star if that but holy shit for the remainder of the day 20 seconds each star yeah that's how quick it was to get it tattooed or for the removal removal wow and the lady was good she was like halfway done and they blast it with like this cooling stuff first, but it doesn't matter. That shouldn't hurt. I can't imagine. For the remainder of the day, it literally felt like my like groin was on fire. I love that you call it a groin. <laughs> I sound like I'm 80. <laughs> my groin. My groin area. <laughs> so I have yet to <laughs> not over it yet. <laughs> I have yet to see. You have to wait a full eight weeks before you can do the second session. It's going to take me like 50 million years to get this off of my groin. (laughs) Do they tell you about how many times they think it's going to take? So with black ink, there can either be brown undertones, green undertones, blue undertones. And so it just depends on that. Brown lifts the quickest. She said it looks like mine is blue. So probably about six to eight sessions. She's just saying that she wants her money. I think it's black undertones under this black undertone. I mean, she gave she gave me a discount deal, and it's not that expensive. So, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) five finger discount. I used to think meant you were fingering somebody to get a discount. So I almost said that to you, and then I realized (laughs) that is not what that means. Five finger discount is like stealing something. Yeah, but I was like, you gave her that five finger discount. (laughs) No, but I did go to a woman because basically... Your groin's hanging out. Well, my pussy was almost out. (laughs) Oh, now it's pussy? (laughs) I had to pull my pants down where like my whole mons pubis... (laughs) (laughs) ...was exposed. So if you just... You know, pulled it down a little bit more, you'd see a little clit. That has to be <laughs> one of the best an- anatomy words. Mons pubis. <laughs> <laughs> and some people have like more pronounced mons pubis than others. You know what? Speaking of this, this is so freaking random and I can't believe this ever came up. There is this picture of Wendy Williams. We have brought her up multiple times on this podcast where she has a huge mons pubis. pubis. Is it pubis or pubis? Uh, I'm assuming it's pubis. Oh, well, I like Because it's like pubic. Pube. You're probably right. Pubes. So I just sound like an idiot saying pubis. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I was letting you run with it. Thanks, Mel. 
But (laughs) there's this meme. It says, what in the Ray Finkel is this? You know, from Ace Ventura. (laughs) Look at her mons pubis or pubis. Oh, yeah. She's got a pronounced one. I think the dress is a little too tight. It is a very tight dress. Or she's packing some dick. (laughs) My mons pubis pubis whatever is not that pronounced thank gosh what in the ray finkel is this? <laughs> <laughs> poor wendy man that girl gets into so much shit oh another meme i have to show you which we're gonna so get blacked on instagram again yeah we uh, pda we, we got uh oops a no-no from instagram for putting pictures of micro penises and chocolate dicks up we got a little hand slap there yeah uh, violating instagram's guidelines this picture <laughs> says <laughs> if she refuses to shave it bald for you it's probably because it looks like this <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> You will have to go to our Instagram page. It, it looks like big pussy lips with a gorilla inside it. Oh, my God. But that's, you know, why you don't shave your cooch completely. Well, I have a nice small pubis mound, so I'm good. <laughs> that is so freaking hilarious that that came up. Oh. I love that. I love it so much. Sorry to, to shit on you, Wendy, but that was funny. Well... And you know what the moral of this story is? Don't get fad tattoos. (laughs) Thank you for bringing us back. (laughs) PBA. You know how many people out there with tribal bands right now that are like, wish I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Plenty. Plenty. (laughs) Or tramp stamps, which I got one of those too. But I'm just going to cover that shit up. I'm not. These will be the only tattoos I get removed. This is it. This is too much pain. Count me out. I got a full tattooed sleeve, but count me out of the fucking removal. I have zero tattoos, but if I ever got a tattoo, I'd want to go to your artist because your tattoos are awesome. You know what? I lied. Maybe someday I would get one. I found this tattoo. It looks like it's embroidered. It's so freaking cool. Like cross stitch? I don't even know how to explain it, to be honest, but it just looks so badass. I'd probably never do it. My tattoo... Tattle. My tattoo artist is very talented. Shout out to Jeremy Kirk. He's got his own tattoo shop, Vantage Point. He better pay us for this ad. I know, right? Oh yeah, it is. It's like it's like embroidery. That is pretty cool. It looks so cool, but it's very realistic. I like that. I don't know what I would ever get, but I just think it looks awesome. Well, the only tattoos I would ever want removed are the tramp stamp and these two stars. So the stars are going. The tramp stamp. That gonna get covered. It's here to stay. It's it's gonna get covered up. It's not getting removed. <laughs> Pain city, stupid ass stars. I have one on my my outside of my ankle too. I call it my permanent Converse shoe. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's not off. <laughs> Shit's ugly. You were just on the star path. Yeah, like what? Hey, we all make stupid mistakes. Apparently, I thought I was a superstar. Thank if you. You are what you say. You are. I also saw this meme and I was br- wanted to remember to bring this up because um, in one of the previous podcasts, we had talked about the guy who had to go to the store to get larger condoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw this meme with a girl with a condom. <laughs> she had put on her foot all the way up to her calf. Oh. <laughs> and it was like, ladies, don't ever let a man tell you a condom is too small. <laughs> When I was in my 20s, a big group of us went to Dave Matthews Band at Alpine Valley, and it's so much fun, but they have all these different, like, booths and stuff there. They had – they were giving away Magnum Trojans, and we were so hammered. We were taking these Magnums and putting them on ears of corn. Oh, my We're putting them up our arm. When I woke up the next morning, I smelled – Smelled like a rubber factory. Yes. (laughs) But it was so funny because my cousin Jason – was super goofy but they had this huge booth for the trojan magnums with all of these like it was a huge table and it was just a mound of them they have like bananas on display where you can put a condom on a banana <laughs> he literally took a running leap onto the table to grab them <gasps> just to be funny you oh, know no. and it was hilarious really a dave matthews band concert that is your yeah well, idea of yeah. endowed men it's just a weird place to put up a condom booth <laughs> 
<laughs> there was so many. Well, bo- maybe no festivals. You're fucking at a festival. Yeah, but it was Magnum. Maybe they were hoping there was a big crowd to please. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I liked that, though. She had it over her entire foot and calf. So, you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm like, this lady in the meme is right. Mm-hmm. She got that condom on fine over her leg. Ain't no dick suffering from... <laughs> no. None. You just bought the wrong size. That's all that means. Yeah. So I saw this thing going on Twitter. Going on on Twitter. Please don't tell me that it's shit in a shower. Nope. That was last episode. <sighs> Thank God. McDonald's is going to be selling limited edition six pack of candles that smell like quarter pounder ingredients ketchup pickled cheese onion and beef you know what i'd like the pickle i could do maybe the ketchup i don't think i could do the beef candle um why not fries oh fries i could do fries no no they that's not one of the options (gasps) oh yeah what the that is like the like the mcdonald's fries has a specific smell we are missing your calling here i don't know but because you know kfc had that i am KFC, that's right. KFC had the the log, mm-hmm. what is it, the fried chicken log, the fried chicken Yule logs. You know what? So, I would buy the McDonald's candles just to see if my house smells like it. Now, do you have to burn them all at one time? I don't know. <laughs> Light them all up at the same time. You know, it says there's <laughs> six pack of candles, but they only list four of them. So maybe there's more on there. Speaking of McDonald's, did you see the documentary of McDonald's on Netflix? I can't remember what it was called, but basically it's about how, remember that Monopoly game? Mm-hmm. Was like a group of people like scammed it. Really? Yeah. I want, I. Do you know the name of the documentary? It is a six part documentary series from Mark Wahlberg. Oh, oh okay. he's all about those burgers now. <laughs> it's called McMillions. And it chronicles this stranger-than-fiction true story of how $24 million was stolen from the McDonald's Monopoly game of the 1990s. Mm, I will totally watch this. The mystery mastermind behind the scam and the FBI agents on his trail. I won't, you know, watch the documentary. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. But I guess that's apparently maybe why they don't do the Monopoly game things anymore. I I never won anything more than a small fry. (laughs) Nothing. I think that's a win. (laughs) No, it's not a damn win. I wanted Park Place and Boardwalk. This man stole it all. I also don't eat at McDonald's people. nearly enough to ever collect all those. I don't colors. either. I can't tell you the last time I ate McDonald's. But, you know, when I was in my 20s and stuff, I ate it. It was cheap. Mm-hmm. That dollar menu at Wendy's saved my life in college. Well, now you can just get these candles and relive your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of food... I wanted to maybe add a little new spot here to our podcast and tell you what national day it is. Oh, that's right. It was just National Wine Day not long ago, and I celebrated. (laughs) You know I love wine. (laughs) Well, today being March 9th, it is National Crab Meat Day. Oh. So get out there and get crabs. Get cakes. Get your crabs. Get your crab on. Get your get your get your get your crab on. <laughs> Everybody, get your crab on. Oh my god! Now this is a fake song, right? Because last time I thought the slide in the DMs was a fake song, no, and that. No, tur- everybody, get your roll on. Oh, okay. So it is a fake song, though. It's not get your crab on. No. Okay, just making sure. I was sure. singing it to the tune of "Everybody, Get Your Roll On." I'm just making sure. I don't know why that came to my head, but it just did. You know, I do like to have crab legs with steak. I love crab. Crab legs is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dipped in some butter. I can't. I cannot do the butter. What? How do you eat crab legs without clarified butter? Because I will shit myself. Oh, well, that's a good excuse. But if you're in the shower, you can just <laughs> let it fly. I have to eat crab legs with the butter in the shower. And then I get to smush the poop in with my, my heel. No, seriously, true story. Me and Maddie went to Potawatomi. They have an all-you-can-eat crab leg or there. not allowed, apparently. Which is the casino that Gina is apparently blacklisted from. Because her blackout ass got kicked Whoopsie. out. Um, and we had met my husband's best friend, Dustin, there. And we were walking through Potawatomi and a little fart. And <gasps> it was a shart. Oh, and, never trust a fart. Uh, not after eating butter no. like that. I just I can't do it. So I ended up having to go to the bathroom oh. and uh, try to wash my panties. 
that wasn't successful, so I just threw them in the garbage. Yeah. At that point, yeah, you just throw them out. Wash your butthole really good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I went in and out of the stall with uh, paper towel. (laughs) You went out. (laughs) You went out to the sinks. (laughs) (laughs) Pumped a bunch of soap in your hands and went back to the bathroom stall. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> got a bunch of paper towel wet just had a little uh what do they call that a horse bath right where you're just washing your underparts oh <laughs> i like this <laughs> i like that a lot that's what it's called when you shower only like your just wash your dirty bit and vagina yeah and not the rest of you <laughs> yes on that particular day i had to i had no other choice Aww. you know it is what it is Sometimes yeah. you poop At least pants. you got yourself all cleaned up. I did. Yeah. And you know, I like my butthole licked, so I just made sure it was clean. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> just teasing. Well, not teasing. Oh, but. my God. Mm-hmm. I think after a shart, a full-on shower is required before butthole licking. Damn it. I'm just saying. Um, also, Disney Plus is the big thing now, too. You say They say that's taking over Netflix and chill. It's now Disney Plus and Thrust. Oh, no. Yeah, I even found a meme with Drake. No, oh, more Your boyfriend? N- yeah. Drake oh, is- no. Netflix and chill. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? I don't even know what they offer. Is it just Disney movies? It's like all Disney movies, but all the Disney shows as well, too, like Hannah Montana. Yeah, I am a grown-up. I don't need to just... My sit- kids want it. They're asking me but for But how it, would so. that take the place of Netflix? Because all the Disney movies... I like true crime documentaries. Yeah, and- but if you think about it, the people that are like in their mid-20s right now, they all grew up watching those Disney shows, like on the Disney channel. Oh, sure. That's true. You know, like- um, I mean, I watched Hannah Montana and I was in my 20s. Ariana Grande, that show that she was on. Cat, I can't remember the name of it. Cat and- Something, something like that. But I mean, all the kids that are in like their, you know, mid-20s Joe, right Joe now. Joe and Cat, Joe, Yo Mama, <laughs> Inyoy. <laughs> <laughs> they all watched it so it's you know that generation speaking of me liking true crime documentaries maddie and i just watched a it was this tv show called manhunt we watched the unabomber one last year but this one was on the bomber who bombed the 1996 olympics in atlanta oh wow the, the guy who got in trouble for it his name was richard jewell and he was actually a security guard who saved all these people from... And they accused him of it? And they accused him oh, of it. Wow. And I think it was a 10-part... Is this on Netflix too? No, this one was on Spectrum. But the okay. first, the Unabomber one, ended up on Netflix. So I'm sure this one this will one end up on Netflix, Netflix too. Netflix but too. it was really good. And it's just so crazy how the real bomber evaded the police for so long. And you know what? I back the badge. I think there's so much good with police officers because you just don't want to assume there's a lot of bad. But you know what? Some shit does go down. And there's those people who are in those power positions. There's definitely some people that abuse power. 100%. And it's just sad to see because you had this guy who really was just being an outstanding person trying to help and do his job yeah. well and he he got an i mean it was like a long time he was accused mm, I of hope this, this comes out on netflix highly recommend watch watching it. it i think they did make a movie um called richard jewel that just came out too i haven't seen that yet but the the 10 part series was really good that sounds good i hope they put it on netflix Side side note side note mm-hmm. well today's episode you picked is on yeah the fans the listeners picked we put our poll up is on road trips slash family vacations vacations in general so thanks for voting on our poll yeah now we get to (laughs) i'm like now we get to what (laughs) now we get to share the stories so i'm gonna start out on a vacation in key west my family rented a pontoon boat and sailed out to spend the day at a sandbar Eventually, it was time to sail back, and everyone piled into the front of the boat. After a little while, we realized that the boat was moving slowly, so we shut the engine off to restart, and the whole boat started to tip over. (laughs) (laughs) Like the front end was completely submerged, and the motor was three feet out of the water. We all ran to the back, but the water just kept pouring in the front. (laughs) We all started panicking and tried to get the water out with little shot glass-sized Dixie cups. Weight distribution, people. Yeah. After we'd given up all hope of staying afloat, we realized that the anchor had fallen off the front of the boat 
and we were dragging it through miles and miles of endangered coral reef. Oh, no. <laughs> no. When I was just in Mexico, we went snorkeling over the coral reef there, and it was so cool. We saw Eagle Ray, and I swear to God, I saw a seahorse. Oh, that's so And fun. I didn't want to believe myself, so I asked the tour guide or whoever. Are there seahorses in this water? Yeah, he goes, usually you'll see them at night. And I said, well, I swear I saw one. He's like, you could have. But it was cool because it was like he was just trying to be nice. Perhaps I was. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't want to. I was take... a little buzzed, so maybe I don't want to take your seahorse from you, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> you saw one. <laughs> I did. I did see one, and I saw a huge barracuda. Oh no! Mm. On naked and afraid, they caught one of those and ate it. Hey, I'm sure, there was some good eating. Well, if you've been. Not eating for 15 <laughs> days. I think anything is good. Even and the coral reef. I couldn't do the naked and afraid. I, I want to no be interest. clothed in eating. <laughs> I, I want to be clothed and not scared. Yeah. What's the opposite of scared? Afraid. Is that an antonym or no? Uh-huh. You Dang. are so smart today. Big words over here again. <laughs> what is it, though? If you're not afraid, you're... Relax. <laughs> Why is this so difficult right now? <laughs> I I think it's just not afraid, oh, right? God, I don't know. Confident. It just says unafraid, brave, confident. Booyah! Yeah. Okay. When I was eleven years old, my sister and my parents and I were going on a road trip. My sister didn't even have her learner's permit yet. But she decided to practice pulling out my mom's car in and out of our driveway. Oh, <laughs> so, like, I'm just like no. picturing they're like all packed up. <laughs> oh no. She convinced me to get in the car with her. And when she tried to brake, she hit the gas instead and we plowed straight into the house. Oh not, no. <laughs> not only did she leave a huge hole in the house, but she broke the water main. So the house flooded too. <laughs> oh my God. Vacation canceled. When I was a kid, so I was probably like four or five years old. My sister's five years older than me. So at this time, she was either nine or 10 years old. And we lived next door to this guy who would babysit me because when my sister was in school and then he lived with his mom. So he was like in his early 20s, I think, somewhere around there. It wasn't the guy who lived in the garage. No, it? this is before we moved over there. Okay. <laughs> Keith, right? Was that his name? I don't know. Keith. Didn't he give you candy? He sure did give you candy. <laughs> Come here, little girl. His name was Kenny. I don't know with all these Ks, but Kenny, he was my my babysitter. But so one day they were pouring concrete. I think they were fixing the cement or maybe they were putting like fixing the steps up, to, you know, to the house. So my sister was over at the house too. And they had this big truck in the back of the truck. They had all the cement. So they had it backed up kind of against the house so they could pour the cement down. And Kenny thought it would be brilliant to let my nine-year-old sister oh, no. move the truck. Well, she backed it up into the house and it wasn't serious damage, but I know she broke the basement <laughs> no. window and like... <laughs> Nine years old. Nine years old. Worst babysitter ever. I mean. Did he get fired? No, I don't think so. Or he was still a babysitter after that? Well, (laughs) his mom was there too. Oh my God. But. I wonder how old he was at the time. He had to be like in his mid-20s, honestly. Oh man. But it was pretty funny. When my sister had first gotten her driver's license, my mom had this like very small garage and my sister went to back the car out of the garage, hit the car on the garage wall. So she put it forward, backed it up again, did this like five times till she just pulverized the side of the the garage. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It was like brick, you know, and just like a whole bunch of the bricks. Just destroyed that car. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Like a can opener, I would imagine. (laughs) This was the first of many incidents to happen to that car. That car was in rough shape by the time she was done with it. You know what? I have a similar story of my own. I was at my parents' house, and it was Halloween, and I was leaving their house to go out downtown Milwaukee to go out and party. But I was stopping at a friend's house first to like pregame, so I stopped at a local grocery store and I parked get my bottle of whatever come back to my car and I make a hard right turn there was nobody nobody in this parking (laughs) lot not a single car 
hard right turn and all of a sudden my car, it felt like it got T-boned and I felt like I was about to tip over. It was so crazy. Put my car in park and I was so mad. Like, what son of a bitch just T-boned me? me. There is nobody in this parking lot. (laughs) Blonde moment. I hit the light pole. I parked right next to the light pole. (laughs) The concrete part was probably midway up the side of my door. And then it was a black light pole. And it was right where (laughs) my windshield was. So you couldn't see it. I It was like a a can opener. (laughs) I was so mad. And here I was like getting out of my car to fight somebody. And it was was just you. It was just (laughs) stupid old me. Get that light pole. (laughs) I probably kicked it, but whatever. I'm like, can you imagine if you're watching the security tapes? (laughs) (laughs) You get out of your car. Who the hell do you think you are? You light pole. Inanimate object. (laughs) Oh, my God. My first car got beat to shit. I had a Corsica, a Chevrolet Corsica. I can't picture that. Oh, I beat that thing to shit. I I can't even. By the time I was done with it, I had a butter knife in my console that I had to use to open my trunk. (laughs) (laughs) I was convinced one time that that's the true definition of a hoopty, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had gone partying with some friends in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And got wasted and woke up the next morning and couldn't find my car keys anywhere, nowhere, no idea what happened to them. Still to this day, I have no fucking idea what happened to them. So I called Papa Lock or whatever because I was convinced that I had locked them in my trunk the night before, like getting, you know, stuff out of my trunk to close, like to go out. So the guy came and drilled out my lock in my trunk and, you know, I was like, oh, all right, I'll get my keys on. There's no keys in my trunk. And now I had no lock. So I had to put the butter knife in there and turn it to open my trunk. Damn. Where were your keys? I have no idea. He had to make me new keys. Wow. I don't, I don't, I never had a car that bad. I ended up, I ended up abandoning that car at the airport. (laughs) It's your problem now. (laughs) I left, I left the registration with a note (laughs) that said finders keepers. (laughs) Yes. And my phone number. Where do you get these ideas in your head? You're like, you know what? I am writing this (laughs) note and leaving it at the airport. I left my phone number too in case like it was like a cop or something and I got in trouble because I was 19, 20. No, I was 20. And I didn't know if I could get in trouble for this, you know. But I was... (laughs) Finders keepers. It's your problem now. know if i could get in trouble if they had to like i would get you know fined or something i'm like well they can just call me if they don't want to keep it they don't i called it blue bee because it was blue i was like if they don't want to keep blue bee they can just call me (laughs) (laughs) now were you going on a trip no i was moving to florida from michigan and i knew damn well that car wasn't gonna make it to florida (laughs) no way so i just (laughs) abandoned it you know Bluey. I still have no idea to this day what happened to Bluey. It's just sitting there. You Maybe. have a bunch of parking tickets. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. At that time, too, there was, like, problems with the coolant. Like, I had to keep a jug of water in my car, and I had to keep pouring in the oh, coolant. No. So, fucking Bluey was not making the trek from Michigan to Florida. Saved yourself. <laughs> Okay, back to vacations. Finders keepers. (laughs) One summer, I went on a youth group trip to Israel. A bunch of us who had never met before were traveling on a big bus together. One day in northern Israel, the bus stopped at a beach to take a break. Just as we got down to the water, a big wave came in and brought with it oodles of jellyfish. Oh, God. One big bluish purple jelly slapped a boy right across the chest as the wave (laughs) crashed into him. (laughs) Almost everyone got stung. As it turned out, the jellyfish weren't poisonous, but their stings burned and itched unbelievably. 
For the next few days, everyone had to urinate on each other to soothe the wounds. Talk about a bonding experience. (laughs) I got stung by a jellyfish in Florida once. I lived in the Tampa Bay, St. Pete area. So there's tons of beaches right there. And we were wasted at the beach. And my girlfriend, Bobby, peed on my foot after I got stung with a jellyfish. That's a good friend. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Couldn't you just pee on your own foot, though? I was too drunk. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, we're going to make this better. And you know what? I don't even know to this day if it helped or not. That's what, you know, that's the the rumor that it's supposed to. Yeah, maybe it did. But I do know it does sting. One Fourth of July weekend on a road trip, we got stuck in standstill traffic. And my youngest brother, who was six at the time, kept complaining that he had to pee. Oh, no. We couldn't pull over, so my dad gave him a Gatorade bottle to pee into. My brother started peeing in the bottle just as the traffic started moving a little bit. The sudden movement of the car jolted my brother from where he was standing. It was a minivan. And he dropped the bottle but didn't stop peeing. He literally peed all over the side of my dad's head in the steering wheel. (laughs) Oh, no. Boys are so lucky, though, that they can pee in things and put their penis and pee in things. You can't do that as a girl. Unless we had the penis. We talked about this. Yes. I'm your fire. I can pee in a cup if it's like a red solo cup. I mean, I guess I did too. You just cup the whole thing over your puss. No, I just pull my dick out and pee. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Wendy Williams got that in common. (laughs) Do you have a big mons pubis? (laughs) I had a softball tournament in Virginia Beach when I was in high school. The team was flying down, but we had to book separate flights. As usual, I didn't plan ahead, so I spent the night before my 5 a.m. flight packing. Same. Mm. I am such a last-minute packer. (laughs) And then I get there, and I packed a bunch of shit I don't need, like 20 pairs of underwear. It is so true. I literally will pack a million. Like, I'm going to shit myself every day. Why is this? I pack more underwear for vacations than I'll ever need. I agree. All we need is one pair. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep turning it inside out. Yeah. You're good. It's all crusty. It'll break off. Oh, it's been two days. I should just turn the other side out again now. (laughs) My family was in the process of moving and everything was kind of a mess. So I grabbed a random bag from one of the moving boxes. The next morning at the airport, I put my carry-on bag on the conveyor belt and stepped through the gate and security pulled me quickly out of the line. Somehow, a box cutter had wound up in the bag. At 5 a.m., I had to call my mom for help. In turn, she had to call a family friend who worked at that airport to go in and straighten things out. After several hours, I was declared not a threat, but I missed the flight. And that's got to be just, I would be like sweaty and I'd be so nervous. Oh, I have a fun story for this. So my husband and I love to go to Vegas for our adult trips, right? Like we don't bring our kids to Vegas. We were flying out of Milwaukee's General Mitchell Airport, and I went through security first, just fine or whatever, and Chris goes through, and there's like a bunch of buzz happening, and they're stopping him, like pulling aside, and I was like, what is happening right now? Like, what is going on? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, head of TSA is coming over there. My husband had gone to the shooting range, and had a bunch of bullets in his bag that he forgot about. Oh, shit. He had an entire round of bullets. And then Chris, being Chris, once he realized what was in there, and he was like, I went to the shooting range, forgot about him. And they were obviously concerned there was bullets in his bag. And Chris was like, what am I going to do? Throw them at somebody? (laughs) (laughs) And the head of TSA did not think that that was funny at all. And I was like, Christopher! Shush. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to miss this flight. We made our flight, but Damn. they did. They confiscated the bullets, and then they tried to like send him a letter saying they were going to charge him for it or two, and but they didn't end up doing it. I was like, what? They the hell? charge you for getting stopped? No, for trying to bring contraband on a plane. That's what I mean, though. Like they charge you for that. That's interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. But they, he didn't end up getting charged. So yeah, I uh, went on a girls' trip once and we were going through tsa and (laughs) one of the girls (laughs) had brought her vibrator along and it started going off during going through the the 
the check or whatever, and I was mortified. Hey, she still wanted to get get hers on vacation. But still, I was like, why didn't you just check it? Why do you need to put it in your carry-on? Safekeeping. Mm-hmm. She didn't want anything to happen to she her was, dildo. I've, I've heard of these Mile High Club stories now. I'm very well-versed in this. <laughs> Bitch was going to the bathroom. She sure was. Got to get a little quickie on the plane. This story is for you, Gina. Oh, yay. I can't wait. (laughs) You're not going to like it. Uh Uh-oh. When I was about 12 or 13, my mom, my best friend, and I all went to the beach for spring break. Not long into our trip, we were in traffic in downtown Atlanta and looked over to see a pickup truck filled to the brim with nude, headless mannequins. Oh, no. (laughs) You know, I don't like that stuff. That's pretty much it. <sighs> that would make me wonder who was driving that truck. What are you doing with? What, what are you doing with them? Yeah, what are you doing with all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's got driving straight to Gina's house. Oh no! Mm-mm. Keep that stuff away. Last year, my family went on vacation in Maine. We were checking into a hotel, and it was pretty late, so they gave my father the room key, and he went to, went up to open the room. When he opened the door, he found two girls huddled in the back of the room. <laughs> They were terrified because they thought my father was breaking in. Turned out that someone who worked at the hotel had given the girls the room as a freebie. Instead of kicking the girls out, they put us in another room that was really small with one double bed and a single cot. We were a family of four. But as soon as we settled in, the fire alarm went off. The alarm went off for hours before I finally was able to get some sleep on the floor. (laughs) Do you remember at your wedding... The morning mm-hmm. after your wedding, the hotel alarm went off. It was probably five o'clock in the morning. It was so loud. 13, it was negative 13. Yeah. And the fire alarm went off and uh-huh. everybody had to get out of the hotel. And we were not feeling well. <laughs> we were all drinking. I think, we think we're cursed. Anytime we've since then celebrated our anniversary too, if we are in a hotel, the fire alarm goes off. Yeah. We went to the American Club in Kohler and it was like, four o'clock in the morning the fire alarm went off the entire hotel was evacuated we were celebrating though in august but i swear anytime we're like associated that we're celebrating our wedding anniversary anything chris and i just stayed in bed we didn't even get out of bed we're like (laughs) too hungover i guess we'll just die in the fire (laughs) (laughs) we didn't get out of our room we didn't evacuate the hotel we just like covered our heads with pillows it wouldn't. It would not stop either. But we yeah. had like this suite, so we were on the first floor and had our own entrance. So we we didn't really leave either. But Maddie called the front desk to find out if it was like a drill or whatever. And the the front desk person was like, "This is not a drill. You need to get out <laughs> Evacuate. now!" Evacuate. <laughs> he was like screaming. Yeah. Well, we just stayed in bed, so we didn't even we didn't even call the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted to know, like, was it? We were fine because we were on. Yeah, Way you guys were end. on the ground level, too. Yeah, we were fine, but yeah. uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. Oh, you know what? I totally, totally wanted to bring this story up. So we had done an episode on Mile High Club. Uh-huh. There is this story that was in the New York Post. Oh, man. A drunk British mom abandoned her seven-year-old daughter on a flight to try to have sex with a stranger who let her drink his duty-free vodka. What? <laughs> What is the matter with people? She drank around two-thirds of his bottle of vodka. That's a lot. Yeah, so she was probably hammered. Uh, She started trying to kiss and grope him as he flew with his own 11-year-old son. (laughs) I wonder how many flight attendants, like, have sex with randos on planes. This isn't a flight attendant. Oh, I thought it was a flight attendant. No, it's a mom who has... A seven-year-old daughter. Oh, I thought she said that she she got somebody's free vodka. Duty-free. So when you're traveling internationally, you can buy oh, the vodka at the okay. stores. Woo, that went right over my head. The mom repeatedly offered to perform oral sex upon him and was touching his thigh and saying that she would put her jacket over her head. At one point, she started to pull down her own trousers and underwear. Oh, my God. <laughs> They were no. flown back to the UK where she was arrested on arrival. The daughter's father picked up the distressed girl at the airport and had custody during a six-week investigation by yeah. social services. <laughs> now that I think about it, though, that's probably a thing of stewardesses 
and random people on flights getting it on. Well, you just you just want to make this flight attendant I, stranger thing happen. I'm telling you, I bet you it happens. People traveling solo, people for traveling for business or whatever. I wonder how often that happens. You think they just meet them at a hotel afterwards, though? Or you're saying no, they're they doing fuck it them on the plane before they're off at their next destination? I don't. Th- I think they're too busy. All they do is hand out the drinks once or twice. Hey, there is more to their job than you understand. <laughs> You're right. I have no idea what it takes to be a flight attendant. So maybe I have a fantasy fetish about it sounds this Sounds like now. it. You yeah. keep bringing it up. Uh, but she was sentenced to six months jail. That's that vodka talking. She shouldn't have drank that much vodka. Two-thirds of a bottle of vodka. I'd be, I'd be in the hospital. I'd be puking all over myself. Yeah, I'd have alcohol poisoning. Anyways, so... I just went off on a tangent there, but I kept wanting to tell you that story. I love it. Drunk and horny she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the I'm drunkest horny. one on the plane for sure. Horny, horny, horny. So horny. I have another plane story, so I'll just roll into that. Roll on in. I was studying in the Netherlands for a semester, and one weekend I took a trip to Berlin with five friends. Our plane back was scheduled for 8 a.m., so we left the hostel really early but we got to the airport just before our plane was taking off. We ran from the subway station to the gate and got in line to check in. I was separated from my friends by a large group of Australian tourists. Mm -hmm. I went through check-in and security, but none of my friends were in sight. I ran to the terminal and was told by a group of angry German flight attendants that my friends would not make it onto the plane, but I would if I ran up to the plane right then. I ran. I was back in the dorm in an hour, but my friends didn't return until 14 hours later. As they had to wait for the next flight at 10 p.m., they weren't happy with me. Mm-mm. Damn, she just ditched them. <laughs> she was like, bye. Bye bye. See ya. Here's another flight story. I missed our 4.45 p.m. flight from home by five minutes with my then two-year-old. I had to be rescheduled on a flight that didn't get home until 2 a.m. Later on the flight, my exhausted beyond belief toddler threw up and I caught it all in my hands. The lady to my left freaked out and started screaming at me. I now always get to the airport hours before a flight. I do too. I like to get to the airport early. I don't like to... There's nothing more stressful than running through the airport, praying that your your gate door hasn't closed Mm -hmm. and you're not going to make your flight. Because a lot of times you're fucking stuck then. There's not like a flight out in another half an hour. It's like, oh, tomorrow at 5 p.m. After the real world, I did all these tours for bar appearances and colleges. And oh, my God, I'd miss so many flights just because of like connecting flights. And sometimes, you know, you you land in gate A and you have to go to gate Z. And it's all the way across the airport. Oh, my God. I mean, I've slept on airport floors. Oh, I have too. It's disgusting. And it's loud. It's horrible. Sweet. Yeah. My boyfriend and I drove from the 18 hours from North Carolina to Michigan last Christmas, and I was meeting his family for the first time. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in Ohio, we stopped at Buffalo Wild Wings to grab some food, and we got seated right outside the women's bathroom. This is important. <laughs> After we sat down, I went to the bathroom, and the lock got jammed. I couldn't open the door and I was yelling for my boyfriend, but he couldn't hear me because of the loud music and the speaker was right above the bathroom door. Some time went by and luckily my boyfriend comes to check on me. (laughs) He calls the manager over and the entire staff is trying to get this door open. I was so embarrassed and very hungry at this point. I was in there for a good half an hour. (laughs) Until they called a locksmith who just beat the lock up with a hammer. Our food was on the house, and it was definitely an icebreaker considering his family teased me about it the entire trip. Now it's a tradition to stop at Buffalo Wild Wings every time we drive to visit his family. (laughs) Did I ever tell you my story of when I was in elementary school and we took a trip up to the water parks? No. So we had a bus, you know, one with a bathroom on it. Mm. So I get up. It's like a two and a half hour drive to get there. And probably about half hour into the drive, I have to go to the bathroom. So I go into the bathroom on the bus and I got stuck in there and I'm sitting there like (gasps) freaking out, pounding the door, like screaming, like somebody get me out of here. Yeah, I was pulling instead of pushing. (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) So then I had to, I was sitting in the front of the bus too. So I had to walk all the way back to the After you were panicking and screaming in the bathroom. (laughs) How old were you? Mm, I'd probably have to say like fourth grade. Oh, man. Everybody probably made fun of you. Oh. 
to this day. The pooper in there that couldn't get out. (laughs) I mean, I was screaming and pounding on the door. No. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, too, like two minutes feels like forever. Forever, yeah. So that was horrible. You were you were probably convinced you were stuck in that bus bathroom I was, for life. I was going to be the bus bathroom <laughs> resident. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not a teacher, but I went on a field trip to a water park in third grade. Oh, this might be them writing about me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> After we changed into our bathing suits, we noticed a kid was missing. Well, we looked over to the water slide area and found him sprinting totally naked, (gasps) dropping logs as he went as three (laughs) teachers and a lifeguard chased behind him. They eventually caught him, shut down half of the park, and called his mom to come pick him up. To this day, I can't figure out why he did that. So he was just (laughs) naked pooping. (laughs) That's eight years old. That's old enough to know better. For sure. Yeah. Water parks can be such gross places. Oh, God. When you see, like, Band-Aids, <laughs> <Yeah>. just... <laughs> Blood, no. feces. Yeah. Hey, maybe water parks should be our next <laughs> next episode. You know? I'm sure there's some good water park stories out there. Oh, my God. How many people have lost their suits, you know, uh-huh. tops, bottoms. I know my suit top has came up. I've had those stories, too. <laughs> On those water slides. And those get- lifeguards are like, Yes! You get to the bottom and you just wait for your top to go down the slide. <laughs> and the teenager lifeguards saw some titties today. When I was a child, one of five, our parents left nothing to chance when preparing for our summer vacation. Lists were made and trunks were packed weeks in advance. On the morning of the trip, a final check was made. When everything was deemed ready, we piled into the station wagon and began the six-hour drive. Then, sometime into the trip, our mother realized that something was missing one of my sisters (laughs) we drove back home where my father found her sitting on the toilet (laughs) (laughs) it's like home alone it is i I can't well i only have two kids but i can't imagine forgetting one of them but maybe if you got five get your hands full you got your hands full When I was in the third grade, my parents took me, my two-year-old sister, and one-year-old brother to Disney World. One morning, we woke up at 6.45 a.m. to pounding on the door. My mom answered the door, and the people on the other side asked if we were missing a child. (laughs) My mom turned on the light and saw my sister was missing. Turns out she walked out of the hotel room at 2 a.m., and when questioned why, she said she went to look for Minnie Mouse. (laughs) They'd been knocking on doors since 4 a.m. because they didn't know her name. When they when they asked her, she said her name was Good Girl. Oh, (laughs) that's so sad. (laughs) Two years old, you don't even know your name, but you're Good Girl. Well, she was probably scared. Mm -hmm. Oh. Anyone who's ever been to Disney knows, too, that Disney is not a motherfucking vacation. It is work. It is a job. I can't wait to go. You've never been to Disney. That's right. Mm-mm. But now I got my little man. So in a few years, I'm sure we'll go. Oh, I see. I where we lived in Florida, we lived like me an hour and a half from Disney. So we went all the time. Yeah, two, three times a year. We'd go for like the specialty events and stuff. Which I don't know why we went so many times a year. <laughs> I'll be in. I'll be in Disney in April. I can't wait. <laughs> Sounds like you're really excited about it. I'll just need a vacation afterwards, that's all. (laughs) Well, I'll find out someday. After a long drive to Canada, Border Patrol agents asked my father the name of us five kids in the back. Dad was so tired that he drew a blank. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) The brief lapse resulted in Dad being hauled in for questioning. After convincing them that he hadn't kidnapped us, he was released 15 hours later. (gasps) Can you imagine about really being tired then? Yeah. Holy moly, that's a long time. Well, because I have those moments when I'm tired, I'm spacey, you blank, you've been driving, which can be exhausting, mm-hmm. you know, but he thought he kidnapped his kids. My mom calls me my sister's name or my niece's name all the time. I do that so. to my kids too. So I yeah. understand. And when I was a kid, I'd be like, how can my parents get me confused? And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Kids. No. <laughs> Mel's still not over it. Mom, you hear me. (laughs) I took three classes of sixth graders to visit the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. And since I was very pregnant, I was allowed to drive my own car ahead of the bus. 
Well, as I was walking towards the kids exiting the bus, I noticed a slew of papers on the sidewalk. I looked closer and suddenly realized they were an assortment of extremely pornographic pictures. (laughs) This is sixth graders. I stopped to try and quickly gather them up before the kids saw them. We'd already had a big talk about being mature when viewing classical art and nude statues, but we were not prepared for the most lurid porn (laughs) L.A. had to offer. Unfortunately, the rain had plastered the papers to the sidewalk, and the sight of the very pregnant teacher scrambling on hands and knees sent the chaperones and teachers rushing to my aid with 100 kids right after them. Oh, no. It's like in Vegas, those stripper cards. Yeah. Yeah. We call them the pappers, because I don't know what else, because they're taking those cards and going, and trying to hand them to you. Mm -hmm. But dude, they're everywhere because drunk people take them and then just like throw them. I guarantee you in my purse right now, there's a few of those stripper cards. Why do you even take them? I don't know. Spank bank. It's funny. Spank bank. (laughs) I don't know why I like them. Maybe I just like to look at their titties with the little stars on them. That's what I'm saying. You know, call Desiree for a good time. I remember one time I was so drunk and I was walking in, in Vegas and this woman was actually like kept coming after me with her freaking She was papping at you. Oh my God. And I was like, I got my own tits to look at. <laughs> I was so irritated. Like, I don't I don't want this. Because they're aggressive. Oh my God. They I'm, are very aggressive. Sure. They put them like right in your face and you're like, I don't want those titties in my face. I forgot. I had one more little quick one. We went to an aquarium which had an ice wall when I was in primary school. There were a lot of bloody tongues that day. I was going to say this is a horrible <laughs> idea. Did you ever try that when you were a kid? No. I did after watching A Christmas Story. Sure enough, you know, bloody tongue. Stupid freaking monkey yeah. see, monkey do. Uh-uh, I'm good on all that. I learned I learned from that movie. Don't need to do it. I didn't. I, I just wanted to see if it was, you know, movie effects or if it was true. Yeah. But then I remember I came in the house. My mom was like, what happened? I'm like, oh, I just bit my lip. Oh, you didn't want to tell her. Just like... Like Ralphie didn't want to tell. A little lion shithead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next week. So our next episode is going to be on sex positions. We feel like we haven't been raunchy in a while. So we want to get dirty. We want to get get dirty for you. Those episodes just turn me on. I know. (laughs) My husband is a lucky man after (laughs) the record. Uh, so your favorite sex positions, maybe a sex p- position that particularly only works for you, you know, anything that has to do with sex position mm-hmm. or horrible, what went wrong trying what, a yeah. sex position, you know, getting that Kama Sutra book. What did you try that yep. set your hair on fire or something? <laughs> <laughs> Broke a penis. Um, And I do just want to thank everybody so much for listening. We've had some awesome reviews and ratings lately. So thank you so, so much. The more five-star reviews that we get, the more it gets the word out so we can continue doing this. I'm having so much fun with it. We just sit here and laugh at each other, (laughs) basically. And then we get to hear your stories and i just i love it it's so much fun because then we get to laugh at you too yeah which we love because we're laughing with you well we're making a lot of fun of ourselves too yeah i mean i stuck my freaking tongue to a if you can't laugh at yourself i don't know the rest of the saying (laughs) (laughs) she's blonde Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll surprise you with a fancy word like rapport yeah and then sometimes Mm -hmm. i have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) It's hit or miss. <laughs> so I'll, I will end today's episode with our blonde joke. A blonde, a brunette, and a redhead went into a bar and asked the bartender for some drinks. The brunette says, I'll have a B and C. Bartender says, what is a B and C? The brunette said, bourbon and Coke. The redhead said, oh, I'll have a G and T. Bartender says, what's a G and T? The redhead says, gin and tonic. The blonde says, I'll have a 13. Bartender says, what's a 13? <laughs> The blonde says, seven and seven. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs>